What's going on, everybody? This is James Grandmaster Facts Voice, and this is another episode of a Party Nerds Exclusive and the Facts Project Collabo. We are here talking about the life and dedication of a brand new webcomic that has just hit the scene as far as the life and dedication of MF Doom, Daniel DuMille. And thank you for everybody being here. If you could introduce yourselves, appreciate everybody being here 100%. So I'll start, I'll start with Darren. Darren, if you can introduce yourself. Uh, Darren Bennett, um, the letterer on the Doom Project. Uh, you know, you can find my work in, in across many different publishers right now, uh, most notably Excellence, uh, out by Skybound, uh, with me, Brandon, and uh, Kari and Emilio. Definitely. Miss Crown. Peace, everybody. My name is Maya Crown Williams, founder of Mechacon Midwest Ethnic Convention for Comics and Arts, and I'm also senior editor of this glorious project, Doom All Caps. All right, Troy. Uh, what's up? I'm Troy Jeffrey Allen. I'm the writer of uh, MF Doom All Caps. Uh, and I also work for uh, previews and uh, catalogs, so I'm like uh, very well steeped in comics. I can't escape it if I tried. All right, Sean. What's good? I'm Sean Mack, aka Smack, the artist uh, on Doom All Caps, and uh, illustrator, webcomic artist, all around good guy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate everybody for being here. Um, first to get started, as far as this collaboration, as far as putting it together, uh, what exactly what exactly sparked the inspiration in, as to making this happen? Uh, I guess, I mean, I ain't trying to blow my own heart here, but like, uh, I guess it started with me, really. Like, uh, I, you know, uh, look, uh, December 31st happened, and, you know, I was getting ready to say peace to 2020. I was happy to say goodbye to 2020, and I was working late, and I looked at my phone, and the news came down, and Duma passed away, and I threw a new phone on the ground, like a brand new phone, like, on the ground. I was just that pissed off about it. Wow. Uh, yeah, and like, um, you know, after kind of sitting with it for a second, like I even, you know, I kind of almost in my head was like, you know, maybe this is like a trick. Like, you know, like he used to like do this thing where he would do concerts and then Hannibal Burris would come out or something like that. I was like, maybe this is some sort of work, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, after that, I was like, nah, this is this is about on point for 2020. This is how this year it did. Um, so like, I think a couple of days went by, maybe not even, maybe 24 hours. I was like, I gotta do a comic. Like, MF Doom is a super villain. I have to do a comic. And it was around that point that I just started asking people and like talking to people. And one of the first people I talked to was Crown. And Crown was just straight up like, you need to hire me. And I already know who the artist is. I already know who the colorist is. And like, I already know who the letter is. We're gonna do this. And I was like, are you sure? And then she was like, yes. I was like, are you sure? And she was like, yes. And I was like, are you sure? And she was like, Stop asking me that. And I was like, all right, we're good. We're doing this. So, so in terms of bringing this together, Crown, I'm going to say that you're the next version of this. You pretty much are the Avengers initiative that brought everybody <laughs> together. Basically, basically, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, when it comes to certain projects, you know, you want to have a certain creative feel to it right so you want to have certain people i mean the letter is one thing always if i can since i finally got into this uh industry from this aspect i'm always gonna try to harass darren because he's a good brother 
period, right? So that, that I'm always going to harass him from this day forward. As far as the artist, color, things like that, especially like the artists, I want to have certain artists that are on certain projects because of their type of illustration. And Sean is like hands down perfect for something like MF Doom because he has the old school style with like hip hop energy behind it. It looks like the old, old versions of, of comic illustrations, like the ones with the textures and everything. So I, I knew if we did anything hip hop, anything, I'm always going to buy their smack because he's, he's perfect for it. And then Louis Guerrero is one of the coldest colorists of our time. So that was like nothing. And plus, he's like a brother to me. So he always, always, always told me anything that I need him for colorists on, you know, hit him up. He's he's like by far one of the coldest colorists out there, like like by far, hands down. Hey. Now, now, Smack, when you when you first came on, now, is it OK if I call you Smack? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. now, now, when you first came on, as far as like when you when you got the 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 images in your head from the writings that Troy basically gave to you. Mm. Did you know to basically draw inspiration from some of those uh, those former albums? Like when you threw in Danger Danger Mouse on one of the one of the panels, I was like, oh, okay, like this fits perfectly because of the uh, the Mouse and the Mask album that came out with Danger Danger Mouse and MF Doom, and then I see him in there, and then there's also uh, pertinences to him being. Uh, being the villain, even on top of the other villains with Thanos and everything within the panels itself. Mm. How did how did this just concoct in your head to put all this stuff on paper? Well, honestly, that part was Troy. Like he had he had the story, the details, the references all down pat. And honestly, it was just me just visualizing, you know, what he the ideal that he had. So like that panel where you have like Danger Mouse and, and Iron Man, I mean Ghostface, uh, in the beach and just that's all. That was all Troy. It was just my job to visualize it, put it on paper, and uh, I hope I did a good job. You know, man, <laughs> and you definitely a did a banger job. Come on now. Absolutely. Now, Darren, I I I'm calling in the reference of what you said earlier. Is this the first time you're meeting a couple of these people? Oh, for sure. Crown and I oh. we met up. Um, at a couple cons a by now, times, yeah. um, but for the rest of the crew, yeah, this is the first time I'm I'm seeing them, you know, in person. We've been on on Facebook just chatting away, and I've never yeah. seen their faces, so this, ah. is a, this is an opportunity for us. <laughs> so, as far as like putting this together, when you got the call from Crown and you and you realized that it was an MF Doom dedication, was it like a go right then and there? It was like, oh, it was, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Like she just said, you know, I got this MF Doom project. I was like, yep, that's it. That's all you need to say. I'm in. All right. Now, now, Troy, uh, what what exactly was the enable reach that uh, that you wanted to to? What was the the overall message that you wanted to send out to people when putting this web comic out to the public? Um, you know, man, I like I, maybe it's just been in the, I want to say it's in the last year, but I've been thinking a lot about uh, how art belongs to the artists, and uh, I, like I talk a lot on my show about authorial intent, and like yeah, I understand that once you put it out to the world, it's open to interpretation. Um, but at the same time, it would not exist without you. Um, so you were very much still a very huge part of that. And I know that we're in this kind of fan culture now that's like uh, where people, where fans have ownership, really take ownership of like other people's IPs, right? Right. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like poo that. I don't want to like, you know, downplay that. But at the same time, I, even as a kid, 
I was always more interested in what the creator had to say about it. Like, you know, what their thought process was behind it. Like, what is the creative process behind it? And so that's really what this was meant to, uh, meant to do is like kind of, you know, I did a bunch of drafts initially uh, that were not what we ended up with. And it was mostly because like, I was making it about me, you know? Mm. Like I did a version where like, uh, you know, it's him on Monster Island and like this, this superhero I made up was coming to stop him. And I was like, yeah, that's too, you know, it's too like too much like fan fiction. I'm gonna toss that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, uh, I went for a version that was like, you know, kind of started getting into uh, why rap sucks now versus like, you know, what Doom was doing. I was like, that's also too much about me. Let me toss that out. And then I said like, okay, do the research, like read everything that you possibly can uh, about enough Doom because truthfully, I, you know, not a big. Uh, you know, I, look, he's a private person, you know, right. and like, so I was never very curious about his personal life. Right. Um, and uh, uh, it got to a point where, like, you know, I was doing more, more research and I came across this Red Bull Music Academy interview that he did. Yeah. Uh, where he talks about uh, how it's not like when he was growing up, um, you know, rappers were on the radio. There wasn't music videos yet. Like, there wasn't MTV, you know what I mean? And so you didn't know what they looked like. You just knew the sound of it. And the sound of it was the thing. Like that was everything. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think the guys that we really remember always have the best voices. You know, mm-hmm. look up the IG, you know what I mean? Um, like any number of people, like they have the best voices. And so that's really what resonates in addition to what the producers laying down and all this other stuff. And so that kind of really struck a chord. It's something that I would have never thought of on my own because I don't make music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to hear him say that it's not so much about what it looks like, it's about what it sounds like immediately. Like once I read that, I was like, that's, that's it. Like, I got it. Like, I know what I'm going to do. We're going to visualize the MF Doom sound. Like, you know, going into this, the idea was always like, I'm going to, I want to tell the story of the villain and now I had an excuse to like, you know, he just gave it to me in that interview. So it's like, perfect. Nice. Now, now has anybody here been to a Doom concert? No. Uh, ah, crown. No. When, and, when and where? At the Fillmore. I forget what year. It was either... It was after Sean was born. So... Probably 2004 or 2005. I gotta Google it, but I think it was like either 2004 or 2005 and it was at, it was at a theater called the Fillmore here in Detroit. Nice. Actually, mm-hmm. let me revise that a little okay. bit. I went to a Rock the Bells concert actually in Columbia, Maryland and uh, he was on the bill and I kind of already went into it saying like he's not going to show and I think it was Tribe Called Quest who was on stage and he kept teasing that he was going to show up and of course he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so the attempt was there, but it just never happened. So I went to a concert in 2005 at SOBs in New York City. And of course, uh, unbeknownst to anybody, MF Doom brought out one of his little Doom bots. If anybody knows what that is, is in pertinence to bring out an impersonator because he does not like to perform live that often. Mm-hmm. As often as he is a very private person, he will send out a doom bot that will be performing and stuff, and then all of a sudden they will trash the place because they realize that they've been duped. But the thing is, is mm-hmm. all painstakingly brought into the fact of his persona. So yeah. we know, right. we know, uh, 
we know MF Doom is basically having one of the uh, second com- the best second comings of hip hop. Uh, he started out as Zeb uh, Love X from uh, KMD. Uh, of course, him and his brother DJ Sub Rock. And then basically after Sub Rock's death, he turned into MF Doom. Uh, there's been, uh, of course, m- multi layers that have basically been put on this with his Victor Vaughn mm-hmm. albums, the MF Doom albums. The first, a- the first couple of album covers, if you look at Doom's album covers, look like comic books. Oh, yeah. Operation Doomsday looks like mm-hmm. a comic cover. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and like and the the mouse and the mask looks like a comic cover. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, um, the one with one beer on it and everything that looks like uh-huh. a comic mm-hmm. comic cover. So so in Piggybacking off of what Troy said, hip hop started to lean toward what they what artists looked like rather than what the sound looked like. So I, I also find that comforting because it correlates into how mainstream comics kind of divert from indie comics in a sense. So much so we we've gotten so used to certain type of characters and everything, but people have not gotten a notion of knowing what's behind the art that's happening between maybe the big two or some of the other ones that are out there. Because there's great art great artists that, that are behind some of your greatest comics. Now 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 Sean, now Sean, if you if 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 I could ask you um in today's comic world. When when you when you basically putting the art together that you've seen, are there particular instances where you, you feel it's more about the characters being drawn than the art that's being created? Because with the characters, you get a sense of their personality. You know, especially the way you you draw them. So I think. A lot of art is a lot more character driven. Like especially especially this book. It's completely character driven. Mm-hmm. It's it's a deep dive into what made Doom Doom, you know? So with that, I mean character art is always important, but the character behind it, the personality is what I think drives it, you know. Cause you can have different styles of art. Um in anything, but it's it's the character that's behind it. Like, what's the character saying? What's their personality saying? You know, Darren. Darren, I pose that same question to you. Do you feel as though the characters kind of take away from the art itself, or are you working yourself from the character first and then the art on the back end? Uh, I think it's you know uh, a combination of the two that really makes it you know makes it you know, job with the the reader. Um, but I do feel like, you know, a lot of books are character driven. So like the focus is first and foremost on on whoever's the title character on that on that particular book in comics at least. Um so yeah, you know, I, I I definitely see the character as as the main focal point. And beyond that, you know, just just carrying the art where you're you're kind of focused on on both. Once you understand you know, the character and who he is or who she is. Um, and then you start to dive into that world. And that's the beautiful thing about comics. It's like a whole universe world building. And, um, you know, once you get once you get that character, you get that universe behind them. And it's a beautiful thing right there. All right. Now, now Crown and Troy, do we see this expanding? Do we see the world of MF Doom being brought a little bit more expanded than what the webcomic brought us? 
Is this going to, are we going to see this a little bit more if, if we would like to? If we want to get food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, truth, right. right. I mean, my thing is this. I would love to do other ones that's based on other hip hop creators. So, like, I do plan on harassing um because I would love for us to like start like a, a, a mini a mini web comic series based on different hip hop artists that have transpired or motherfuckers that's here because shit they need love too, right? But we need we need to love on niggas while they breathing as well. So, you know, I would love to do that, but it's up to Troy. Troy's the rich one, not me. I just I'm just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> I would say I'm rich. Hey, hey, hey what you, you say to that Troy? No, you know I like it's funny. I had a moment at like while I was putting this together where I was like I could do a Jean Grey one, couldn't I? And then I was like, eh, I'm just, I'm overdoing it. Like, I'm going to chill. <laughs> I mean, I'm also at this point now where I'm like, I want to do more my stuff. I've been collaborating a lot with people. Right. Um, like, ever since 2008, to be honest. And, like, mm-hmm. I've never just straight up written anything on my, I've always, I've written stuff on my own. But it's always been, like, you know, with a lot of input from like, a creative partner, whether it be an artist or another writer, et cetera, et cetera. So, I just want to, you know, focus on that stuff. I mean, and also this was done out of the labor of love. Like, you know, like we, Karen and I had a lot of conversations, a lot back and forth about how much, where's the line in terms of exploiting his legacy, you know, or exploiting his death, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, we wanted to make sure that we never got up to that line, like nowhere close to it. So, I mean, look, if if uh, if his family wants more of these, I'm down for it. Like, absolutely. Because, like, you know, but outside of that, uh, you know, I've even got, I've got people asking, like, I want a physical copy. I want a physical copy. And I'm like, I don't feel okay printing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel kind of weird about that. Um, you know, so, yeah, I guess the short answer is no, not really, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey. But we do have some comics that we're working on. No, we do have some other really dope concepts that we're working on that we can't speak on yet, but it's definitely about to be some dope ass shit. So and then I myself am doing some with 133 art where it's gonna be through NFT. So it's a lot of stuff that everybody on here is is working on that um we're working on collectively and and separately. But as far as like stuff based on people and specifics, nah bruh. Cause that that could be legalities and I'm too, you know, I don't have no money for that. Yeah. I mean, I've done the, I've done, I've done like the, you know, the biographic biomic thing, and like it's, it's such yeah. a pain in the ass. It's such a pain in the ass. Like I, that's why I was actually kind of like excited to do this because after I did that, I was like, I'm never doing this again. And then, uh, and then I realized like I didn't have to tell him the story straight. I could tell it in a more like over the top, fantastical way. So right, yeah. You know, now, Not some literal. In 1986, he did this, right. and in 2004, this happened. Like we ain't want to do that at all. We ain't want to do that at all. We just want to have like a super fictional ass story that that featured him. So that's why it was dedicated to him. It was like something that happened that that featured him. It wasn't his like life fucking story because that's lame. So we ain't want to do that. Right. Right. But the com- but the comic does chart like his career. It's just it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's like meant to be, you know, this meant to be uh yeah, like fictional. Like, you know, like we take I'm literally taking what I was trying to do is literally take the lyrics and you know, have and give them a smack and visualize 
in a way that's like, this is what he said. All I'm doing is like putting it on paper, you know, or putting it on paper. True. Now, now for everyone, I guess I, I'll start. I start with Darren. Um, if you if you could basically like let us know what uh, what uh, future projects are you working on in in the future that are that are coming up that that maybe we, we would see a lot of your artwork and a lot of your work brought out to light. Hmm. I'm trying to think of which ones I can talk about. Uh, yeah, the exactly. one I, I featured today, uh, um, Masters of the Universe, the Netflix um, prequel. I'm working on that. Um, always doing stuff with dc you can you can find my work on on a number of titles over there uh not flicks that he just said by the way what was that that's the whole flex that he just said <laughs> i said that's the whole flex like i do a bunch of shit with dc <laughs> let, let him flex a little bit I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to trying to tell what I'm working on. You no, know, nah, but um, seriously, I I I try and put my hands in a bunch of stuff. I'm I'm do work with uh DC. Um, I'm, I'm production coordinator at Ahoy Comics. I'm also um involved with editorial over there. So if 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 y'all got stories to pitch to um to Ahoy, let me know. They they gotta be they gotta be funny, but hit me up. Um. Yeah, beyond that, you know, I, I, I just like I said, I got my hands on a whole bunch of stuff, working on books with Image, IDW, um, the whole nine. So, okay, Crown, I, you got a lot on your plate. What you working on? That's an understatement. Um, besides uh, things like this, I'm also, of course, an executive manager. So I manage a lot of different comic creators, animation creators fine artists, musicians, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, postponing MechaCon uh, every day, I say it, and every day 12 more people ask me about it, it's been postponed, people. So, you know, both of y'all platforms are big enough, so hopefully niggas will see that I said it's being postponed. It's being postponed this year. I want to I live and breathe and, you know, chill out this year. Um yeah, that's about it. But like, I have a whole bunch of stuff going on. Just, just very, very booked right now. Very, very, very booked, and I'm grateful for it. Uh, uh, Troy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess. Uh, uh. Well, the big thing, the next big thing is I am this Sunday getting my ass back onto Fight of the Century, uh, because I can kind of push that aside. Um. Yeah. Nick Allen and I, we do a, a, a what we call a biopunk. Uh, sci-fi comic uh, called Friday the Century. This is about uh, performance-enhancing drugs in the sports world in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Like you know, it requires uh, it requires imagination, but it also requires me to watch a lot of martial arts movies and kind of see what I want to pull from it and watch a bunch of MMA stuff too. Um, and uh, yeah, we're getting to the point where uh, number four is going to be dropping soon, so I'm uh, getting to the last couple of pages on that. And outside of that, uh, you know, I, I'm hesitant to say this, but like, uh, so I won't say too much about it. But you know, this MF Doom thing, well, a it was it's it's something that kind of reminded me uh, about my voice. You know what I mean? Like what I need to say. Um, and like I said, I've been doing a lot of collaboration. It's been mostly out of fear, I think, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I've been hiding behind people a lot of times. So I think this is like the this is a transition into like me doing. All the stuff I want to do, whether it scares people or not. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye out. Like, follow me, and you'll see. Uh, I've got some sci-fi stuff in the in the, in the oven. I got some 
um, African spirituality stuff in the oven. Like, and we're going to be developing that stuff in the near future. So. Perfect. Sean? Nothing. No, um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'm still doing work on my webcomic that I do with my friend Brandon, uh, The Revolutionary Time. We're, we're still trying to push to get some more, more strips out for that. And uh, I am working on, I have a art book series called Red. That's like a, like a, how <laughs> you know about it. Uh, it's like a, a erotic art book series that like celebrates women. So I'm trying It sounds like the peacock is so humble. That shit dope as fuck, but continue. <laughs> it's so dope. It's so dope. Um, I'm work. I'm trying to work on the third book. It's called Computer Love, and uh, hopefully, I can actually start working on it this year because I've been kind of, kind of stop and go here and there because of well, because of life. But yeah, um, web comics and erotic art books. That's, that's, hey. <laughs> and what did you do in Philly? What did you do that was a part of a Philadelphia? Oh. Oh, I mean that's that's already done, but I did so uh, flex. So the Fresh Prince reunion special that came out. Ah. They, uh, yeah, they got like a bunch of artists to design murals for uh, the promotion, basically. And my boy Marcel, he happens to work for HBO Max, and he got me the opportunity to design the Philly mural, which is still crazy to me because it's Philly and it's fresh fruit. So yeah, I, I was able to do that. And that was that was like the awesomest thing aside from this. <laughs> the most awesome thing that I've done aside from this. <laughs> oh well for one, thank you everybody for being here. This has been a this has been a dope talk. And uh for anybody out there that hasn't got a to to see the webcomic, where can where can they find it if they want to see it? Troy? Uh, yeah, like, um, you can, I mean, I kind of just put it everywhere. It's like, you know, the point of it of being free is it needs to be accessible to everybody. Yeah. So uh, if you follow any of us, uh, you will see it on our feed. Um, it's on my Medium page. Uh, I'm TJA Comics. And, uh, yeah, you type that in pretty much uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It'll be the first thing you see. And that's on everybody's page, Darren. It's on your page. My, uh, my, I know Crown is on your page. I saw it there. Smack is on your page. It's on mine. And Trey has a splash page for it on his website. Ah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what's uh what's the website? That's what I thought he was about to say. So he has a website. It's so new he probably forgot. It's create the culture dot dot something. What is it? Create the culture dot what? Uh, create the culture dot today. Create the culture dot today has the high res download for it. Um, it's also on new release Wednesdays. It's also on the Nerds of Color. It's also on For All Nerds. Um, it's on a lot of stuff. So you know, still uh, having press coverage, including you all, party nerds, everybody. So. It's really great, and we are definitely grateful for all the press, especially the black press, because black people hit a little different. So I'm just very grateful for all the love, all the motherfuckers I ain't had to beg and 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 plead to. Y'all were just like, oh, doom. Okay, cool. A crown. Okay, cool. So thank you so much. 
I, I definitely appreciate you all letting us be on this platform. Like sincerely, it also let me show off my hats. I mean, really. So that was really the the goal for tonight was for me to show off my hats. So thank you, thank you so much for real. Hey, well, for one, I appreciate all you guys being here. Um, so we'll we'll take basically. And we'll take an accord, uh, basically a counter from, from Doom is that as the saying that um, we have to make sure our audience pays attention to the art form rather than the personalities behind it. So yeah. that's my parting note. Thank you for everybody joining me here. And I, I wish y'all well on pushing this out. I'll make sure I push it out as much as possible. Um, and I think people need to see it first and foremost. So on behalf of Party Nerds Exclusive and the Facts Project, we are out.